Do you like feeling good? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Positive Thinking, the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life. Like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting, you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed, filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles. Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey, you podcasters. I'm super excited to be on today. Have I got a word for you that's going to bless you on today? I missed you guys. I've been praying your strength in the Lord, but have I got a word for you? If I had to title today's topic, it would be titled, The Tables Are Turned. The Tables Are Turned. The tables are turned. See, when a, when the tables turn, what that means is a circumstance that was going in one direction has now been turned to go in reverse. It's going in the right direction right now. It is speaking of gaining strength over the enemy. See, there's a place that a lot of us have found ourselves in where we are asking the Lord, when, when are you going to fix this? When are you going to turn this around? And we've been praying and pleading with him in the spirit. I'm talking to the faithful on today. I'm talking to those that have a relationship with God and that have really been pressing in to ask God the questions through prayer, through fasting of Lord, when are you going to turn this around for me? Those that are, are barely hanging on to the promise of God, that they are decreeing and declaring and speaking encouragement to themselves. That's who I'm talking about on today. I'm here to tell you that the tables have turned on today. The tables have turned on today. I was resting in my sleep and the Lord showed me just as clearly as things were descending from heaven. And I woke up and I began to ask God the questions. And he also began to show me uh, and speak to me, uh, showing me like it was almost like a little army. And he began to say the promises to the children of God. And then he said, these are the children of promise. These are the children of promise. And when I woke up, I began to talk to him because he was like, now is the season for the children of promise. Now is the season for the children of promise. And I saw that what I saw in the spirit was like two things fighting against each other. And then when he said, this is the season for the children of promise. The tables have turned. I woke up and asked him about it. And he began to tell me just very quickly. The tables have turned. And when he said that to me, I immediately received it and said, I got to release a word to somebody that has been struggling. Someone that needs encouragement on today that your situation has turned. The tables have turned in. The Lord led me to Matthew 21, 12 to 3, 21, 12 to 3. And this is where Jesus goes into the temple and he sees a bunch of people doing everything but what was supposed to be happening in the temple. How many of you know, whenever you go buy uh, an appliance, a car, anything that you purchase, it has specifications on there. And these specifications is things that you have to do. So this appliance, this piece of equipment will operate as designed, that this car will run as designed. But how many of you know, when you begin to use something for what it was not designed for, come on now, if you begin to use something for what it wasn't designed for, it's not going to operate at specs. 
and what is happening in Matthew 21, 12 through 13. I'm going to read it and this will help you to begin to, to catch the picture of what I'm saying when things are operating as designed. Sometimes it takes the power of God to go in and turn that thing around because it's so intertwined. It's so deeply embedded in the person. He has to go in and turn things right side up. And this is what happens in Matthew 21, 12 through 13. It says, he declared, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. I need you to get that on today. This is Jesus Christ in the temple. He walks in the temple and he sees people doing things that's not supposed to be happening in the temple. First and foremost, he declares it. And I love this because this is the power of the declaration. You hear me talk about declarations and decrees a lot. This is the power of the declaration. It says he declared it. A declaration is a proclamation. It's a news flash. It's reiterating something that's already true. Hello is reiterating something that's already true. I know that I'm right because it says he declared it is written. So he's basically saying this is already written down. This is written how this house should be operating. It is written. My house shall be a house of prayer. So he's making a declaration off of something that's already true. Come on now. It is written. My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves, a den of robbers. He's basically saying you have made it what you want it to be. You it's no longer a house of prayer and a house of worship as it has been written, but you are trying to do something opposite than what it was designed to do. And you can't do that because this is written this way. You don't get a choice in this. You don't get to make a vote. Vote. You don't get to change this because the board of directors voted in that you was going to do it this way. It don't work that way. This is not written this way. It is written in Matthew 21, 12 through 13, that my house shall be a house of prayer, but you decided you want to do you. So what he does is goes in and he overturns the table is and I love this I love this because this allows me to be able to show you the difference between light and darkness see what is happening is he takes the light to dispel the darkness because darkness is going on he shows up in the middle of darkness yep he shows up at the house of God and they doing stuff the way they want to do it but he is the marvelous light so he begins to say it is written so this is by the power of the true and living God this is written you don't get a choice in this I'm just decreeing and declaring that it is written that this is a house of prayer and when he says that he does an action to align with the words that he says and overturns the table to symbolize that this will not function this way this is operating not as designed and i'm here to shake it up i come to shake everything that can be shaken so that you might understand that you doing stuff the wrong way and i love this when he overturns the table they have the next scripture with him showing up the next day in the very place where they were doing crazy stuff in the very place that they were selling chicken dinners, having anniversaries, having parties, doing stuff that was pleasing in man's sight and not understanding that it is written that this shall be a house of prayer, that you don't get a choice in this. You don't get to turn into a house of entertainment because you need to bring money in. God said he'll take care of his own house. He said that his seeds never go broke. 
bread and bread. But we turn his house that's supposed to be a house of prayer and worship into a house of entertainment. The next best thing's coming down here to speak to y'all. The next best thing is coming down here to give y'all a revelation. It don't work that way. The Lord is the next best thing. The, all you need is Jesus and he will what? He will set you free. It says who the son sets free is free indeed. The challenge becomes God gets clouded with all this other stuff we trying to feed the people instead of feeding them the word of God. Instead of feeding them God. Come on now. God things. Come on now. Ooh, you, you know what? I ain't even going to go there on today. But he turns it over the table in Matthew 21, 12 through 13. Shows up the next place where they was doing all this stuff um, inside of the house. And he begins to teach there. Come on now. And as he begins to teach, come on now, because the, the light is dispelling the darkness is dispelled. It, and it's now saying this is what's supposed to be happening here. And then what he begins to teach in the crowd gather because the light is getting bigger and bigger. Come on now. It's drawing people to the light. Come on now. And, and, and I would go a step further to go down to Matthew 21 and 14. Go a step further where he healed the lame and the blind so that as they begin to come to him. So as he's in this place where he said it is written, this should be a house of prayer. And he overturns the table because it's operating the wrong way. So he turns it right side up because it's operating upside down is operating perverse so he goes in turns the right side up and he begins to operate and then the, when he operates he's teaching and people are gathering because this is what's supposed to be happening yeah they're supposed to be gathered here but they ain't supposed to be gathered for chicken dinners for entertainment for uh parties easter egg hunts whatever you you call god stuff that's not god stuff they're not supposed to be gathering for all that non unnecessary stuff they're supposed to be coming in the house of god for a relief they're supposed to be coming in the house of god because it's a hospital come on last time i checked they don't sit and have parades in the hospital they don't have you selling chicken dinners going from room to room in the hospital they have a certain prescribed way that they do business there's a cafeteria that does certain things with the food and certain food go to certain people it's very much in order come on now god is a god of order and they had gotten themselves completely out of order and thought that they was going to take the house of god with them and they out of orderedness. yeah i said it just like that it and they out of orderness. They thought they was going to take the house of God. And he said, no, this is written. This is written that my house shall be a house of prayer. And now he overturns the table there. He's in there teaching and people are now coming to him. The light is growing stronger and stronger. And the people are now being healed. And I love this. I love this because it allows us to see something that's operating in perverse be turned right side up. And I want to make three points on today as I tell you that your situation is being turned right side up. It's already turned. You just have to come into the revelation of seeing it. Come on now. The circumstance has been reversed concerning you. That thing you have been waiting on where you thought your, the enemy was making, uh, uh, getting the advantage over you. The tables have turned. The enemy is no longer uh, making headway. The Lord has turned the tables that you might advance, not for just yourself, but you might advance for the for kingdom business that you would get about your kingdom business. Come on now. Because it says the seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. As you begin to seek God and you begin to go for because that's what happens he overturns these tables and he's now in there what about his father's business and what happens people begin to get healed people are gathering there because they are attracted to the what to the marvelous light come on now people are attracted to your light in this season 
if you would only shine your light, if you would only recognize that the tables have turned on your behalf and that you have been set free and who the sun sets free is free indeed. Point number one is life has overturned death. Come on now. It says in Revelations 1, 17 through 18, he's saying that he has the keys of heaven and hell in his hand. This is how Revelations 1, 17 through 18 reads. Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. That's the Alpha and Omega and the living one. Come on now. And the only living God. I was dead and see, I am alive forever and ever. And I have the keys of death and of Hades. He said he has the keys of heaven and hell in his hand. He overturned death. When he died on the cross, come on now, he got up on the third day. That's what Resurrection Sunday is about. It's about the tables turning. It's about being resurrected in a dead situation. Come on now, it's about a vision that you thought you lost or you thought it fell by the wayside or you thought the enemy won or you thought that maybe God just didn't have that for me. He's saying no, the promises of God are still yes and amen. And all though you walked away from the promise, I'm a promise keeper. I'm not a promise bake breaker. So watch me as I bring this thing to pass concerning you. That which man cannot do, that's what God can do. God specializes in dead situations. I know that I'm right because he took the prophet on the hill and told him to speak to the valley of dead bones. Come on now. He said prophesy to this valley of dead bones. See, he had to begin to prophesy and as he began to prophesy, the bones started coming together. It says they started shaking and rattling. Come on now. There was a shaking and a rattling going on in the spirit, but I'm here to tell you that the tables have turned. The tables have turned concerning you. And point number two is the light has overturned darkness. Come on now. He not only just in point number one has heaven and hell in his, his hands, that he has the keys to heaven and hell in the book of Revelations, but in the book of John, it says light has overturned darkness. Come on now. Light has overturned darkness. Now I showed you that in Matthew, when I talked to him, he went into this temple that's operating, not as designed as operating perverse. So they're in here selling chicken dinners, uh, trying to make money, selling t-shirts, you know, the stuff folks do at church and they try to put it under the blood knowing that the house was never designed for that and then we say stuff like this is a donation this is how we gonna fund this event like God can't fund his own house hello yeah I said it just like that yes we do things that's not in alignment with what God wants when he has certain specifications so that he can produce a particular result and I love it because after he takes state specifications and botched them turns the table over and he begins to operate what happens come on now because the light overturns darkness I'm still talking about the light over turns darkness when he begins to teach in a temple when the lame man and the blind man need to see and they need to be healed he does what he heals them because the light is dispelling that dark place of not being healed that dark place of them wanting to be healed not knowing how to get a healing the light dispels that come on now it extinguishes that come on now that's what the light does and I know that I'm right because John 1 and 5 says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it I love this because it shows you the power of the believer it shows you the power of the light that's been placed in you it says the light shines in darkness and the darkness can never distinguish it extinguish it the darkness can never extinguish it so that means that darkness cannot put your light out you have to choose to put your light out come on now john 1 and 5 tells us that the light shines in the darkness so when you place me in a dark place i'm going to shine brighter and brighter that's why when people try to do things to hurt you or they try to make put make all the odds against you they don't want to help you they don't want to support you don't even worry about it they don't have to because the light 
shines in the darkness. So when they create that darkness or that that trying to hold you in, trying to, to think that they need your voice, your, that you need their vote to succeed. The Lord is saying, no, the darkness can never extinguish the light. So you can try everything. You can go from hell to high water to try to keep this person down. It's not going to work because the light is in him and it is written. Come on now. It is written that the light shines in darkness and that the darkness can never extinguish it. John one and five. And then my last point I want to make on today and remind you that the tables have been turned for you, that that situation has been reversed for you. That thing that you have been toying with and struggling with and worried about and needing encouragement about. I'm here to tell you on today that the Lord is speaking clearly that that table has turned for you that you can breathe again you can dream again you can love again god has a plan concerning you again he can resurrect things again he can bring families together again he can take the hearts of man that are stone and give them flesh that they will long after him he can align things again come on now and point number three says that he's overturned defilement like disease you know how this lame man is, he's in a diseased state, but the when he overturns it, he, he gives us beauty for ashes. Come on now. Point three, he gives us beauty for ashes. He gives us holiness and wholeness for uh, defilement. Come on now. He gives us beauty for ashes. And this is in Mark 5, 41 through 42. It says another time Jesus touched the lifeless body of a young girl as she sprang from death to life. Come on now. Mark 5, 41 through 42. I'm going to read that again and I'm about to close. Another time Jesus touched the lifeless body of a young girl and she sprang from death to life. He, he And again, he touched the leper and told him to be clean. The leper was instantly healed in Matthew 8, 2 through 4. Come on now. We got multiple situations of the Lord going in and overturning defilement. He will take it and overturn it by and give you holiness and wholeness. He will give you beauty for ashes. You will give him garbage and he will turn it into his marvelous light. This is the awesome God we serve. I love him on today and I'm here to remind you that I love you. I'm here to remind you that Jesus has turned the tables on those that have been despitefully using you. Jesus has turned the table and he symbolized it in Matthew 21, 12 through 13, that things are going right concerning you from this day forward. As you take this and you say, Lord, I receive it. I want you to lift your hands to the air and say, Lord, I receive it. Lord, I receive it. Lord, I receive it. Say it three times as a declaration that you are proclaiming that you receive that the tables have turned on your behalf. And all you have to do is sit back and watch the blessings flow to you. Come on now. I decree and declare that the blessings will begin to flow to you you and that you are in alignment with God wants for your life in this season and that the shedding has taken place and it will continue to take place and when I say the shedding those things that so easily beset you those things that hinder you those things that would keep you from shining your light the way God wants it they will shed away from you they will begin to shed away from you as things are aligning for what God has for you in this season. And I decree and declare even now that you'll get the revelation that the tables have turned. That situation has reversed for you because God loves you. Not by his power or by his mind, but by the spirit of the true living God. He says the tables have turned for the children of promise in this season. The tables have turned and you will see the blessings in the land of the living. I love you guys. I'm praying for you and I want you guys to be blessed. And remember, you're an overcomer through Christ Jesus. When he died on the cross, he said it is finished. There, He has paid it all. There's no debt too big for him. He's already paid it. He wants you 
just the way you are come on now he wants to show you all the awesome things that he's placed in you in this season if you would just begin to pull close to him it says if you pull nigh to him he will pull nigh to you and i'm praying for you i'm praying your strength in the lord and we know that we're overcomers because he said he prayed for us remember when peter he told peter peter the enemy wants to sift you like wheat but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. Now decree and declare even now that the Lord has prayed for us as he's making intercession at the right hand of the Father that he has prayed that our faith will not fail us. I love you guys. Be blessed and know that you're highly favored. And until next time, I want you to continue to be a light unto a dark world. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us on today's episode of Positive Thinking with Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. We know you are blessed today, and we'd love to hear about it. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Positive Thinking Podcast. If you'd like to know more about Mrs. Colorful Day and our message at Positive Thinking, go to www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, you are blessed. Now go color your world.